You are listening to the strongest podcast on the internet, the Gym Life Podcast with Mighty Joe and the world's most average man, Robbie Millar. It's time to flex and be entertained. The Gym Life Podcast starts right now. All right, welcome everybody to Gym Life Podcast live on Wednesday nights. We made it on yes. Wednesday, finally. We made it on Wednesday. Jesus. We're two out of four anyhow, right? Yeah, it seems to go like over there. So thanks for joining us Wednesday nights live at 7 o'clock, Gym Life Podcast. Uh, appreciate everybody that uh, is tuning in right now, and I know there's a few of you out there. You've commented this week on IG and on Facebook that you're going to join us, so we really appreciate that. And for those of you who missed it, obviously, we always post this pretty much immediately after uh, on, on both listening platforms, uh, which is Spotify, Google, Apple, Anchor. Who am I missing? All of them. All uh, of them, Radio right? Public, Stitcher, Breaker. Google, okay. Apple, yeah, we're everywhere everybody. you can find your yeah, listening podcast, of course. And, uh, and, of course, you can always find us on YouTube. So thanks for joining us. Um, Facebook, yeah, uh, we're on Facebook. That's going well. And Don't worry about that. Okay, I'll oh, just yeah, a little yeah. bit of something in the background. All right. Um, so anyhow, yeah, getting on to our uh, live episode here, episode number 31. And thanks for joining us. i got a little bit to talk about tonight. Uh, it seems that I'm down a Clash companion again. So I'm going to come right out of the gate saying that I lost my companion to Clash. How did you lose your companion? Uh, yeah, well, you know, he's a good dude. He just has a lot going on, like we all do, uh, understandably. So Trey can't make it. So this is my plea. This is my plea to all you guys out there and gals. I'm looking for one travel companion. All you got to do is split the gas with me. And I got a condo already set up, and you got a bed waiting for you, and three days of sun and fun on the beach with all these strong men and strong women out there competing at clash uh the 20th i think of april i'm leaving uh coming back on the 24th so if anybody wants to join me within my proximity within a couple hours of detroit uh i'd be more than happy to take you on with me um you know again uh probably leave wednesday afternoon sometime get there thursday morning check into the condo and get ready to have some fun so anyhow reach out to me on ig or facebook uh we'll talk about it love to have you come along just looking for one I'll take a team of two, though. Okay. Okay. Teams so or one. One a team or of two. two. Yeah. And we've got a couple people joining us out there. I mentioned before John Stacy from Thick, Strong, and Awkward Podcast. He's going to be there. His girlfriend's traveling out with him. He's got some stuff to do at Clash, and uh, he's going to be uh, staying in the condo with us. So that'll be a lot of fun. And also, too, uh, Darren Zola, of course, uh, Godzilla, one strong cast. Yeah. Uh, one more strong cast. Which I love. And he's been around a while. Him and I were chatting for a bit. He's actually heading out there. So that's going to be a fun little sort of. Uh, love triangle that we're going to have with these podcasters. Don't, don't, not call, figuratively. Don't call it a or love literally, triangle. I should say. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm just saying we all love each other's podcasts. That's yeah, okay. I can't cool. say that. Yeah. So okay. the podcaster that. circle jerk. Got yeah, it. Yeah. Okay. Pretty much. That's where it's going to go. <laughs> but anyhow, we're going to have some fun out there with those guys and we've been chatting about all kinds of good stuff we got going on in the podcast world. Uh, of course, we'll be enjoying the show and enjoying a lot of beers uh, after the show on all three nights. So that'll uh, be a shit drive home on Sunday, I can assure you. That's that. going to be rough. Yeah. It yeah. will be rough. So with that said, a uh, couple nice interviews coming up, and I posted in them today, and uh, I was just waiting for some people to get back with me. It's kind of an odd time, so we've had a little bit of a lull in our interviewing, hmm. but for not lack of trying. Which is fine, yeah. I mean, because yeah. there was stuff going on. There, well, that, and then there were certain times during the winter we had a hype of interviews. Mm. It was like episode, interview, interview, yeah. interview, episode, so... Well, and you kind of said it before, you know, it's like uh, during that time of year, everybody's kind of... Yeah, we didn't have anything else to do. A lot of PR going yeah. on, you know, and this time of year, of course, everybody's training, they're traveling. Everyone's trying to work. Are, that's right. They're working. work to do. So Nadia Stowers is getting on board with us uh, on Friday morning, uh, Friday afternoon, uh, which is awesome. I've been looking forward to chatting with her. OSG champ. I mean, she's a 
oh geez, she's got a resume as long as my arm. Yep. Uh, super strong and going to be a lot of fun to talk to. Of course, pro strong woman. And Amber Hansen, and I know you guys know who she is in the powerlifting community out there. Just a total beast. Oh, my goodness. She's a part of Anderson Powerlifting with Jimmy Cobb. Mm-hmm. Uh, freaky, freaky numbers. I mean, just freaky numbers. Kind of stuff that most of you guys would be embarrassed to lift in the same gym with this girl. I mean, she's a four-plus raw bencher. Uh, which is crazy. I'm embarrassed. Yeah, I mean, a, a lot of us are. I might even be a little embarrassed right now, honestly. <laughs> uh, and then, of course, her to- she's a three-lift pro. I mean, she's not, you know, a, a, a specialist, if you will. She's mm-hmm. good at all of them. Uh, she's going to be a lot of fun to talk to. So she's coming on board. That'll be some great powerlifting content for us. And speaking of that, Jimmy started uh, an AMRAP competition. Uh, many reps as possible, right? AMRAP. Uh, that's, that's always a fun acronym. Yeah. Uh, it's 225, I think, uh, for a certain body weight and over, and then two and under that, I think, is 185 for reps. I'll send it to you. I don't when know if is, you saw When that. is this? Uh, it's a sign-up he's got on his website. So if you go to Jimmy Cobb on his Instagram, I should have got that information on his website. But it's the Jimmy Cobb Scholarship Fund, I think, dot okay. com is what okay. it is. And it's going to be an AMRAP competition. He's giving away a bunch of shit. And basically, you're just going to videotape your 225 or 185 for reps. You're going to send it into them. They'll determine the winner somehow. I imagine with reps, but they'll determine that based off the video. A lot of fun. So I signed up for that. I'm um, going to sign up for that. Yeah, it's a, you know, I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to win, but no. But you know, there's something to be said about you know as many reps as possible, yeah. right? I mean, we could all do that. That's just bro benching, right? Right. There. And that, yeah. the cool thing about those types of competitions is, oftentimes, the biggest bencher can't do the most reps. No, yeah. You know, you see it in strongman. You see yeah. it in, like, those guys can bench five, six, seven, eight hundred pounds. But if they try to rep, it's yeah. it's pretty low. You know, it, it, it doesn't translate. You get real well. very few guys that could do both. There are, yeah, right? there are a like few. Like Daniel's one of them. Da- oh, you know? yeah, for sure. Yeah. But, yeah. but you're right. And, and obviously, Jimmy, with the kind of bencher he is at the world level, a bazillion he, he's, pounds. He's still good at yeah. 225 for 60 or 70, <laughs> right? But there are, you're right, though. It's not easy to translate that. Yeah. And you used to go, well, if I bench 500 and I want to do 225, you take off 10 pounds for every rep. And, well, I should be able to get that, you know, 30 times, yeah. which may be kind of true yeah. for some of these guys. It just depends, it though. Depends, I mean, yeah. if you take a look at I mean, what, Jimmy just benched, like, what, 1,300 pounds? And you know, I guess if you did that math, you should be able to do it 100. He better, yeah, he, yeah, yeah. I mean, he should essentially do 100. Should according to that, I'm not. Yeah, trust me, Jimmy's no, and he would strong as fuck. It's 75 times, by yeah. the way. But yeah, okay, 75 times. Yeah. But then there's then there's Daniel who is trying to get to 800, yeah. and he can do it 81 times. That's right. So it doesn't translate. You, there's people that are built for that type of stuff, and it's just like I mean, Eddie Hall's another example. Eddie Hall's great at reps. That's he's yeah. great at that. He has that muscle endurance from swimming. He's just that's, that's he's good at that. He's not the strongest dude on the platform or on the right. pitch or field or whatever. Right, but, right. Yeah. Um, but he's good at reps. And that's why that's why if you go watch his YouTube channel, it's always him and Brian Shaw and all of his buddies. And he's always doing rep competitions because that's the only chance he's got <laughs> to beat those well, guys. Hey, listen, <laughs> and he knows how to market himself. You know, I, but hey, listen, the truth is, and you're right, there's those, those guys that know how to do a lot of good. And that's kind of how we all started in the gym, right? We yeah. weren't really one one rep max. No. You yeah. know, we were all benching for reps. Yeah. And even to this day, when I watch a lot of these videos, that's always more impressive to me. Is the reps? Don't get me wrong. The big lifts are fun when I see Daniel do oh, six eighty-five and some yeah. of these other guys. But man, when you're when you're putting up three fifteen for twenty-five or thirty, four hundred five for fifteen or twenty, and mm-hmm. two twenty-five for God knows how many, and so you just matter. run out yeah. of juice, a lot. right? Yeah. A lot. To me, that's pretty cool yeah. to watch. 
really cool. It's funny because when I switched over to powerlifting, right, or when I started powerlifting, I got so focused on my one my one rep max, my three rep max, you know, which would set my numbers. Every once in a while, I'd do like a seven or eight rep max just to kind of see where I was right, at for right. my training block. But we, ne- I, I never did reps. There was never a lot of reps. I think the most was maybe eleven of anything, you right, know. And that was just for fun and burning it out at the and, end. And kind yeah, of well, I mean, that. it was it was even in my programming, but like. It, it, that was the most. And it was like, I just thought about it not too long ago, actually. It's funny you brought it up. But I was like, man, I haven't just laid on a bench and just pumped some out That's in a hot about, minute. Man, yeah. I just like, I've gotten, my my training had been so focused on, you know, powerlifting. So it was like, I do my three rep max to figure out where my opener is at. And that, I mean, that was about it. Otherwise, it was like five, six range constantly. You know? I, I think that you're right. We get consumed with our programming sometimes. We forget to have fun in the gym. Yeah. And, you know, some guys do a good job of it, but other guys need to start incorporating just a fun gym day in with your buddies and let's just throw something on the back. Yeah, I miss it, man. Like we used to do our strength Saturdays down in the basement, you know, and it was just like whatever. It was whatever we wanted to do. We had a squat day. We had a carry day, whatever. We had a grip grip day, day, whatever it was. Um, Grip day is boring as fuck, but um, whatever it was. And like, yeah, man, there's something there's something missing about when you're constantly in programming and constantly in prep and stuff that like. Yeah, man, I, I was I was just thinking about it at work. I was like, I'm going to swing over to RPG, and I'm going to go in, and I'm going to talk to Ben and be like, yeah, by the way, I'm doing a hypertrophy block, and he's going to fucking, what? You know? Until you get, <laughs> until you get the fuck out. But I just wanted to go lift some iron. Say, you know? What did you say? Get the fuck out. <laughs> yeah. He's going to be like, here's your three rep max day. Bye. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's about as good as you're getting on hypertrophy with, with Ben, I'm sure. You know, one of the coolest competitions I ever did, and I, I made a may have uh, may have alluded to it on uh, episode one or two right going back though it's hard to remember if i said things or not uh, because we're at 31 we did we need to find the video uh but i did the coolest competition i ever did was a amrap competition in a bar 10 o'clock at night you know mind you we it wasn't like they asked audience members to participate it wasn't like you came there drinking it goes hey guess what everybody we're throwing a bench press contest who wants to enter it we knew what was going on. Oh, okay. So the beers were coming generally for most of us. I had a couple prior, but just a couple. But for most of us, we were gearing up for this. You had a bunch of these muscle heads gathering around their, you know, with their pre-workouts and their water bottles, you know, getting ready to lift this uh, AMRAP competition. And, mm. Oh, fuck, there must have been 100 guys there, you know. But that's like stuff legends are made of. Yeah. You know? Your local bar, you know. Well, they don't do that anymore. They don't. It's probably a liability. It's a liability thing, yeah. We're actually working on something with the local YMCA um, to do something like that with them, um, the gym here. So we're looking at doing like – because we talked to them about doing a powerlifting competition or whatever. But um, I think one of the – kind of similarly, when I was in high school, one of the funnest events I ever did was I went to our local YMCA and we did a leg press competition. Yeah, see, that would be fun. You know, and it was just a blast, dude, you know, and they, yeah. they did it by weight classes and all that stuff, and it was just a lot of fun. Especially but, with that Arcarian sled down there. That oh, yeah, that thing's yeah. a beast, yeah. yeah. So um, we're, we're looking at linking up with the YMCA and helping the YMCA do some of that stuff here just to get more kids and stuff interested in moving heavy weight, yeah, you know, yeah, and sure. that kind of stuff. So sure. that'll be fun. But I do have one story real quick before you move on about doing yeah. things in a bar you shouldn't be doing. Oh, boy, it, just one? Yeah. <laughs> that should be a long list like yeah, you Well, this one's going to get you. So I was down in West Texas. Yeah. Uh, Midland, Odessa, to be exact. And I'm sure there's people that listen to this. We have some Texas guys that are going, oh, fuck, I know where this story is going. I walked into a bar down there. I was working down there for the oil field. I walked into a bar down there, and there was a bullpen in the middle of the bar. And I mean, like a real life rodeo motherfucking bullpen, not like one of those mechanical. And I was like, what the, what is that? You know? And of course, like, I walked in the bar, was like, who's this guy? You know, I didn't look like I was from Texas. And, uh, 
the guys I were with, they're like, oh, it's a bullpen. And I was like, uh, like a, a live bull? And, and they're like, yeah, you can ride a live bull here. And I was like, so I can get hammered drunk, sign a waiver, get and get on a fucking bull? And they're like, yeah. I didn't do it. Oh, you should have paused a little longer. You should have paused that just a little bit longer. That was a good story. Yeah, I was thinking you did not. I did not. I did not. But I was like, you gotta be shitting me. But I'm telling you, there's guys listening to this podcast from West or from Texas going, yeah, that's fucking West Texas. Oh wow. Yeah. You know, and in Texas, they probably get away with that still. Oh, it's still there. I mean, this was 2009. Oh yeah. It wasn't. It wasn't that long ago. Right. Yeah. They just take the horns off them, I guess, or something. I don't know. I think they did. I didn't even see the bull. Oh, but I was like, well, it was, my wife wants to do, uh, she wants a, uh, on her 45th birthday, uh, she wants to do a, your wife's only 25 though. It's going to take a long time. Oh, that's true. It's 20 years from now. I got to yeah. start planning it You're right. <laughs> now though. It's going to take me to plan it, you know, but, uh, she wants to do a, uh, bull, ri- bull riding, mechanical bull riding. She sure. wants to go, you know, but actually we might go to Odessa now. <laughs> so. Just go to Odessa. My wife would probably do it. I can get a few beers in her. She's up for she anything. Might, yeah. yeah. She'll do anything. So yeah, that'll be fun. But yeah, so the AMRAP competition and, and kind of leading back to, to that, uh, Jimmy's scholarship is actually for, well, he gives he gives the money to uh, up and coming powerlifters, young guys and gals that can't afford all the equipment, gear and shirts and wraps and all that stuff. So I think we can all appreciate that, man. This shit's expensive sometimes. And you got a young up and comer that uh, I guess they write up essay for him or something and tell them why they love lifting. Hey, I love that shit. So everybody yeah. get on board with that. Uh, if you don't know uh, exactly what it is, we'll post it on our IG and our Facebook for Jimmy. Uh, but I think that's great. And, of course, uh, Amber Usher and all of Anderson Powerlifting is a part of that. So bring it on. That's cool. Ultimate Strongman. Uh, this was just real quick. And, you know, Ultimate Strongman was brought up to me by – who did I interview recently that mentioned – oh, Annabelle did because Ultimate Strongman was in Dubai last year, right? Remember? Oh, World's Ultimate Strongman. World, well, see, and Wuss. I think – well, I think they dropped worlds off of it because people were making fun of wuss. <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty sure that's why I saw it. Okay. Just I was trying to figure out what you were talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. I, I, like, I was like, what well, is I was going to say, do you know what it sounds like? Ultimate oh. Strongman. Well, if it's the same thing, right? Who knows? Maybe it's not. Maybe it's a whole different league, but I don't think so. It's not worlds anymore. I think okay. it's just Ultimate Strongman. Hey, good move, you guys. Nobody wants to be a wuss. Yeah. Um, so they actually have an event they announced in Paris, which I thought was cool. And I, in it, last year, the reason it got moved, of course, because of COVID, and yeah. it was supposed to be in Jacksonville, Florida. Which begs the question now whether or not Ultimate Strongman, and I haven't seen any announcements yet, is going to come back to the United States at all. Um, and the only reason I bring that up is Paris seems like an odd destination. You know, you never really hear of a strongman, strongman in, Paris. in Paris, you know. But, but you know, I'm sure they're going to draw a crowd like they do everywhere in Europe for this kind of Why thing. Why not make it a destination, though? Yeah, no, not, I get that. Yeah, I'm not, you I'm, know? Yeah, I'm, I'm shocked by it a little, but at the same time, I'm like, yeah, it makes sense. Why not? Spectator-wise, yeah. maybe, maybe, you, maybe you miss out a little bit. Um, yeah, but you missed out in Dubai. So yeah, those, those British people travel though. They but well, that's what I'm saying. Like it's, yeah. if it's in Europe, you're still going to have some of the British people for sure. make it. Yeah. Um, but competitor wise and families, I mean, why not make it a destination? You yeah, know? Like, no, I love, I love the idea. It doesn't surprise me that we haven't heard an announcement yet in the United States. And in large part, cause we've talked about this many, many, many times. We just don't listen. We're not appealing from a Fan, fan pace yet, you know. Not yet. Again, because I looked at that Giants Europe, uh, if you saw any of the footage on that, fuck, it looks like a soccer game, man. Those yeah. fans are packed in there, and it's a light show, man. You know, fireworks and the whole nine yards. I mean, it was an impressive competition for sure. Uh, uh, Novikov won it, uh, you know, which is no surprise. The guy's a beast. He, he comes podiums every show he goes to, including World's Strongest Man. Um, 
but he took first. And, you know, relatively speaking, we mentioned it before the show when we mm-hmm. talked about comparing our 105ers last week to that prediction that we had that someday in the next couple of years we're going to see a, a, a 105er make a stand with the super heavyweights. Novikov's probably the smallest uh, pro, good pro strongman at that level out there. I don't think anybody's smaller than him, are they? He's six foot one. Hmm. 285 pounds. I mean, he's built like a brick shit house, but when he stands on that podium, he looks like he's in a different weight class altogether. Don't, I mean, aren't, I mean, there's probably aren't, some aren't there a couple of our Americans that are that size? Well, I'm talking the ones that compete at Giants or that we see kind of at the finals at World's Strongest Man. Because there are a few guys, of course, that are smaller in stature that compete at a pro level super heavyweight. But I, I, and maybe I'm wrong and I don't mean to not recognize anybody, but. I mean, how big's Martins? Fuck, he's like, he's a giant, isn't he? No, like six two, is six he? Three, I think a six he is. two is an inch taller but than he's, six he's one. He's way heavier than than oh, Novikov, though. Fuck, yeah, Martinez well, has got to be three hundred plus. We'll have to look it up. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Anyhow, probably. it was just I I just remember seeing him sitting there or standing on that podium, one particular picture, and I thought, yeah, he's he's a big guy, but you know, Stoltman was next to him. Oh yeah, next to those guys. Yeah, they're, he's he's not as <laughs> yeah right. It, it's all relative, I suppose. Yeah, but. I mean, when you put him next to the Stoltmans. Uh, Brian Shaw. Uh, you're you're going to disappear. I mean, those guys are 6'7", 6'8". Yeah. They're just unworldly. Yeah. You know. Yeah, they're, they're on a different I think level. they're even a different level from the guys in World's Strongest well, Man. Well, that's why it impresses me when I see this guy on the podium time in and time again, you know, on uh, World's Strongest Man or on these Giants events, just giving a shout-out to Alexei Novikov. I mean, he, dude, he's six foot one at his – and, again, he's a huge man, but – He's always there competing with these guys. Yeah. He's not letting his stature, you know, and, and he's obviously does a great he's, job. Yeah. He's getting the job done. Oh, yeah. And he's still big. He's still big. I don't Who I don't, want, I don't want him to all of a sudden have body dysmorphia because the Gym Life podcast right, said right. he's small. He'll be calling us up he's when still, I quit Strongman because you guys are making fun of me. You're still a big guy. Yeah. <laughs> but, he's, he's giant. But relatively to these guys that we talk about every single week at that level, you know, six inches shorter and... 60 pounds lighter is a big difference. Yeah, in some cases, 100 pounds. So, yeah, I thought that was an interesting kind of observation. Um, But what got my attention more than the show was, of course, the Log Press Championships. Yeah. Which came around again pretty quick this year. I don't know if they're doing them every six months now or not. I feel like we had a couple of Log Press Championships. It wasn't too long ago, wasn't it? Yeah, same one, though. Bibby was there, of course. Wait a minute. We just covered that, like, on this podcast. I know. And we haven't done this podcast for a year. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But it was it's the same fucking one. Huh. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe they do it every six months. I mean, eight, why not, right? Months. I mean, yeah, sure, why not? It doesn't have to be once a year. You can do it every So, Bibby, Bibby and Luke Stoltman tied. I think it was 470-ish, I want to say. Good log. It was a good log, right? But but they're, you're right. I mean, you know, Bibby, you can say what you want about his lockouts and all that, and, and I don't buy him. Um, Luke, on the other hand, boy, that's a clean press. It looks great every time he does it. But what got my attention was, remember we were talking about, again, making reference to that 105er comment from last week. Yeah. You know who, if would have competed in this competition, would have came in like fifth? Who? Nick Camby. Well. With his log, he would have came in fifth in the world at the Log Press Championships. Camby, you know? Um, well, and particularly the one he did out of the blocks, right? If he, if he cleaned that and actually did it at 452 or whatever that was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there you go, man. Well, again, I, don't, just, I don't doubt that he could. Yeah. Um, I think, you know, 452 in training for for a guy like Camby is probably 460 in competition anyway. Well, he's that, he, he's the, he goes in the other he's direction. He's got that thing. Yeah, he does. He's got yeah. that thing that yeah. 
that the greats have that yeah. a lot of people don't. Right. He's not going down 10% no. in competition. He's going up no. 10%. He no. always does. The majority yeah. of us are going down. Yeah. And then there's those elite level guys yeah. that that have that extra yeah. gear. And Camby's one of those guys, clearly. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, Camby, um, world's strongest man. Well, and they should start calling these guys. See, that's where I'm saying where you can start inserting some of these guys. That's where I'm telling you, man. Like, we need them. to have the Giant Slayer show. Yeah. Gym Life Podcast presents. I'm sure some sponsors would love and that. And let's get yeah. the biggest 105ers. And Wheels are spinning here at the Gym Life Podcast. I'll and tell you. I'll judge, and, I'll, and I'll judge Bibby's blog press. <laughs> right. Um, cause I'm not afraid to tell him he didn't lock out. <laughs> yeah. Maybe, maybe, you know what they usually do though. And a lot of, a lot of guys don't know this before these guys will actually lock out. They'll go to the judges. And I'm probably pitted out right now. They'll, they'll raise their arms up in the air in case they have some type of, yeah, I know, can't lock fully lock right. my left arm. So maybe that is the case yeah, with maybe. him. And we just never, it might it. be. And it I, always and seems to be that left arm guy. on that guy. It's yeah. just not quite there. But maybe it you know is, what's so. funny is they do they do have that and they have it in powerlifting too even at the localist local level yeah, yeah. Um, you can go and tell the head judge like hey look like I can't fully lock out my left arm anytime I've ever seen it um, they can still fully lock out their arm yeah, <laughs> they true. think that because they can't hyperextend their elbow right, that they right. can't fully lock out their elbow right. this is locked yeah. out. Like yeah. and most people can it get. It doesn't there. have to lock out like a gymnast finishing. Yeah, their, you're not trying to break it the right, opposite direction. Exactly. Um, no, you're right about that. But maybe that's what it is. I'm, I'm guess I'm just throwing a little, you know, a little love to Bibby there. Beat I mean, up maybe I don't love. know. He's a big guy, that's for sure, and he should be able to. Uh, he should be able to lock press like 700. 700 but. pounds if it's all relative. <laughs> in any case, uh, I, I thought that was a, a di an observation again because of that event and that log press that we've got, again, some 105ers that are over 400 pounds that would have been in the top 10. Listen, there were a lot of guys that only went 170 kilos on that log. And I'm not downplaying that. But listen, you're in the log press championships. You're only doing 170 kilos. What is that, 370? Yeah, that's not much. 380? 380. Three, yeah. I mean, what are we doing? I mean, three is a good I, I get that, but <laughs> fuck, dude. Every guy going up to Great Lakes that we know competing, they're doing 350, 380 logs. Shit, I saw Jake Webb the other day doing 350, 360 log like it was nothing. Right. You know our buddy Jake Harmon can do that. Both the Erdmans can do that. Yeah. You know, so I'm just saying maybe Giants, yeah. maybe Giants needs to reach out a little bit and get some fresh blood into this, you know, and get some of these guys in there that have done some of this stuff. Well. You know? And I, maybe it, there's some contractual issues there. And all it's not only that. I think um, especially with a – like a like a if if you're doing a specialized show, so from a promoter standpoint, if I'm doing like a log press show, um, kind of sucks. Um, yeah, as but far it, as a viewership goes, well, it was tied into Giants, so right. Well, that's true, but I'm just saying, like, if if it's a, if it's a separate thing or whatever, you know, it kind of sucks. So maybe if it was tied into the Giants show, then this is a moot point. But um, sometimes, like, you get. Though and and if it's tied into another show, here's the problem, right? Not everyone's going to compete. I mean, was it part? Of, wasn't an event of Giants? I, you know, it's because true. like those yeah. guys are wasn't competing. It, it was an event, wasn't it? If it, if it is, then then the, yeah, that yeah, make you're sense. right, you're right. So like, yeah, then there then there's a little bit of you know thinking going on. Do I want to try to win the log? You know, or if it's yeah. not an event, these some guys aren't going to compete in it because they're competing in the Giants thing. Yeah. and if it's a separate event. It sucks for the viewership, so what you do as a promoter is you bring in the recognizable names, regardless of whether they're the best presser in the world. There's a lot going on you there. Know? I get so. it. There's a lot going on there. In a perfect world, right, if we could just 
you, we could just cherry pick every guy we knew that was great at one event and Perfect. brought him in for yeah. that event and see who the best is. Yeah. It doesn't happen like it that. It just doesn't it work. Does. It's hard. Maybe only in the Olympics, right? Even then, right? Because yeah. you might be on, uh, you might have smoked a joint and you're not You might be on Team Russia. Right. right. Not, you Something. know, or you might have to compete through the U.S. Virgin Well, uh, that's why I'm going to be excited about these promoter ideas that are coming down the pipe with all these promoters, including going to Clash. And now this, again, this year, seeing some of these record breakers happen there the day prior to the big event. Because I think there's a creativity that's gathering around wanting to see these matchups, wanting to put these guys and girls in competition against one another, not a thousand miles apart that they should have been at the same place doing it at the same time. Mm-hmm. Right? That's what we want to see. We yep. want to see that that sort of Rocky Balboa versus uh, Ivan Drago kind of thing. Drago, Whoever you yeah. love or hate, you want them both head to head and getting the job done. So, um, so yeah, so moving along. Apollo um, Creed. Apollo Creed, right? Yeah, right. Hey, who doesn't like Apollo Creed? Or his son, anyhow, I guess. She's yeah, well, Creed, right. too. Creed. Um, so, yeah, we talked about that <laughs> ultimate strongman, uh, Giants. Uh, you know, uh, this is a, a – well, first off, let me let me make a mention. I want to throw somebody's name out there that I'm surprised I don't see. And, may, and you might be able to tell me why. Maybe maybe not. I don't know the last time you talked to Ben. Why isn't Matt Kehoe doing the Great Lakes Strongman Championships with that lineup of super heavyweights? Matt Kehoe, I'm calling you out right now because I watch your videos. You're a strong motherfucker. I mean, he was in the finals for the uh, Static Monsters last year. Mm-hmm. All these events line up like Static Monsters for him. Uh, I mean, they're the, well, I could say the the 18-inch silver dollar is going to be there, okay, right? Okay, yeah. Uh, that's a heavy lift. Uh, the, the, the axle's nothing to that guy. Sure. You know, he sees a heavy presser. Obviously, there's not a lot of big movements. 50 foot on the sandbag, 50 foot on the Zerker yoke. I just... Remember watching him the other day do something big on a press, and I see these other guys that are in the general area of this Great Lakes community, uh, the Erdmans, of course, and the Harmons, and Webb, and uh, um, Matt, um, I think it's Smith, uh, uh, the, the realer, strongest realer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, and then, of course, I keep thinking, where's Matt Kehoe at? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Anyhow, Matt Kehoe. Uh, yeah, I yeah, yeah. maybe we'll have to check out. with Ben. I know. Yeah, he's I know, an up-and-comer. Guy's going to be a pro before I know, you know it. I know Jake Webb trains – with Ben, I, I don't think that, he trains yeah. there, yeah. but I think he's one of Ben's clients. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, he should have. Yeah, I don't know. I just thought about that kind of today as I was driving in here. I thought, yeah, I just watched that, and I thought, Matt's a big dude, and he does some big shit, and this is a big competition, and that's a big lineup. You know, when we're trying sense. to find somebody to knock, you know, Harmon off his crown. Well, that's what I'm saying. We need to stack this line. We should find some. We're gonna, that, br- you know what? We're, we're, we're gonna, gonna, gonna bring a ringer. Yeah, we're gonna bring a ringer. <laughs> it might be Matt Kehoe. I don't know. Although Jake's training his ass off. I'll oh, tell Jake's you. Could, Jake's gonna come yeah. with it. But I'll you know who you, my sleeper is? You know who my sleeper is in that competition early on is Jake Webb right now. Oh yeah, Jake, that's my sleeper yeah. right now. I think he, not that he's a sleeper. He's a big dude. He's an absolute yeah. stud, anyways. Um, and him and 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 Harmon kind of battle it out you yeah. know for the last couple of years but um jake webb's training his ass off and um he's i see him making a lot of progress yes. this year yes. so yeah. i think webb's gonna put on put on a show i have no doubt Harmon's gonna come with it he's that's yeah. who he is yeah. he is quietly doing what he does that in ex- that garage fucking whatever the fuck you call he it. trains yeah, exactly. in he, yeah. but but he's that guy right he's that same mentality that he, you know, he may lo- he may never log press what the weight is at the competition, and and, and he'll right. put fifty pounds on that motherfucker because that's, right. yeah. that's who yeah. he is. Well, and, and listen, the lineup is special. That both the Erdmans are there this year, and the, yep. and the one brother I can't remember is, uh, which one now, but uh, the first name that is, 
uh, he was at OSG. So there's some big stuff happening at that show. If you guys don't know about the Great Lakes Strongman Champions and you live under a rock, if Great you don't, Lakes. We talk about it all the time. Great Lakes our Strongest show. Man. Yeah, Great Lakes Strongest Man. I keep, uh, sorry, George. You keep, you keep I keep trying to take your ownership of the old show. Yeah. yeah, I keep trying to take ownership of it. But <laughs> in any case, I'm getting more excited about that, although now it's still six months away. But in any case, uh, we'll be live streaming that event. So for those of you out there that aren't in the general area that don't know these guys we're talking about, Every one of them deserves some notoriety, For and sure. uh, we'll give it to you on the live stream. So, yeah. Um, so yeah. Anyhow, that was a uh, something I thought about in particular. But there's another big contest out there, and I don't know if you knew this or not. And I'm giving a shout out to the Cla- the Clash of the Trident. It's a New Jersey show held in Atlantic City this year. I think it's always in Atlantic City, but it's indoors uh, at the know. casino. As a matter of fact, I think right mm-hmm. there. You know, uh, that's a huge fucking show. And I'll tell you what, I may have overstepped my my bounds a little bit when i said the great lakes championship strongman great lakes strongest man great lakes strong damn george I, i'm GLSM, gonna get it right man. i know right I mean, what's going on but i that's a big show i think that's a 200 you know 150 plus so george we got some work to do i'm champion the great lakes strongest man and we're going to continue to grow that show because this show the clash of the trident i want to get out to this year i actually want to compete in it I saw the events. Oh, yeah, I'm not kidding. This looks like one you just want to be a part of. So shout out to you guys in the Clash of the Trident. That's going to be one fuck of a show. When is it? It's October 8th, so plenty of time to heal this hip. Okay. Yeah, plenty of time. Uh, so I think that's going to be a, one of those shows that we just have to get to or I'll get to or compete in. or Of course, I always want you to go to. So I want to go to. That would be a fun one. Right, plus, it's Atlantic City. So Well, that's what I'm saying. You get into a little fun out there, can't you? I'm guessing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm a gambler. So, you know. so speaking of uh, big shows. Yeah, let's talk about that. ADL did a uh, – ADL Live, Pro Live, uh, did a video the other day, um, and he's doing a live stream out there, uh, which is going to be giant and – uh, he announced a big 12-platform live stream because apparently they have so many competitors coming to USS Nationals this year. There's 600 competitors. How does it have so many competitors? Okay, so listen, it got me thinking. and I'm, You know, guys, here we, we – I we, thought we were trying to cut this down to the people that deserve right, to be so there. So I'm going to give some love out to Willie. I love Willie okay. and I love Dion right. and I love the organization. It's a, little, yep. a little bit of love-hate here, okay? okay? And what I mean by that is obviously they're doing great things for the sport, but when I, when I saw that number at 600, I thought – yeah, what are, weren't we supposed to collectively trying to tighten up the, the quality of the level there? of competition? And I'm not taking yep. away from anybody to earn their place at there. Earn their place. But somehow we can all recognize that oh, there's going to be a fuck ton of zeros there if the weights are what they need to be for guys to qualify to be pros, right? I mean, we know this. That's yeah. supposed to be the heaviest competition of the year. And you got 600 guys that qualified for that shit? I can't. Yeah, I don't know, yeah. man. And again, it, USS is a great organization, taking nothing away from them. Um, Willie's a great guy, taking nothing away from him. I just can't understand how we have 600 people that, sorry, legitimately have a reason to be there. I can't put, I can't pick 600 guys out that should be competing for a title at nationals. Yeah, that's what I'm getting at. That's what I'm getting at. I, I mean, how many weight classes are there? Well, I 27? mean, there's, there's right. There's 44 now. No, I don't know. I mean, it'd be one, two, uh, what, eight, seven or eight weight classes legitimately. Uh, and, and that that's another conversation. We both understand that. That's, a, that's getting everybody involved. So I don't have a problem with that. Sure. So at, at the amateur level, I don't have a problem with that. Eight. It eight, gets everybody involved. Yeah. But and I, I think it doesn't actually change. It's still, you know, you still got the U80, U90, 105. It, you know, it goes right up the progression. Heavyweights are inserted now. 
because it's 105 super heavyweights in pro division. Mm -hmm. But of course, in, in amateur division, it's 105s. And I think there might even be, I know there's one class and then there's super heavyweights. And there may even be right. two. But that doesn't change what we're talking about. Right. That's still 600 guys that qualify for. And again, they qualified. They did their job. Uh, and maybe it's. And I'll, I'll throw sort of a an olive branch to those guys who qualified. I get it. Sometimes it's about the experience. Sure. I, I'm not going to take that away from. No. You. Maybe you qualify. This the only. You just. This is fun. You're just going to go to see what the experience is about. But at the same time, you know what kind of show does that? I, I mean, I that's. Know. I mean, that's 52 competitors per weight class. Yeah, well, it's it's twelve platforms. It makes complete sense, right? I mean, yeah, fifty per platform. I mean, yeah, it's just crazy. I mean, first of all, there's that show like four and a half days. <laughs> no, it's going to be an afternoon. <laughs> Logistically, I'm not going to argue. No, I mean, if you're running twelve platforms, great, fine. I mean, you could probably get it done. L listen, but, if George can do four platforms, yeah, with, with 150, 150 people, guys yeah. in three hours, and I'm, so, uh, no so, doubt about it, they're going to get through this competition, no problem. Sure, yeah. So you. Four times that is exactly 12 platforms. And yeah. So, well, that, <laughs> that's right. Platforms. It kind of works out right. to be the same. Yeah. The real question is, and I guess the question that uh, we brought up, because you remember when Rob Kearney was supposed to take over yeah. Strongman Corp and all that kind of fell apart and Dion's still doing that, is that the idea was to, to strengthen the quality of athlete at nationals. Yeah, because we've talked about it before. Yeah. Like, And again, nothing against anybody that's qualified to go to nationals. You did your job. Yeah. Good on you. But at the end of the day, we know that if the, it, like you said, if the weights are what they are, should be for a national level show, they're pro, pro weights. Okay. 10% below pro you know, weights. I, you know, I don't know how they do that. I, yeah. Whatever it is, yeah. there's, yeah. there's not 600 people that are going to compete. And no. I mean, if I guess whatever, who cares? I guess if you're just willy nilly, willy nilly, <laughs> yeah. Sending people to nationals, go to nationals. Well, no, but, yeah, not you willy. Yeah, I know. Just willy -nilly. <laughs> yeah. Just willy, right. willy nilly in it. Yeah. But you know, I just, it's just, we want the best competition. And, and again, I don't want to take any, anything. The reason I'm struggling with this is because I'm trying not to take away from the athletes. Right. They did their job. They did what they were supposed to do and they got there and good on you. But well, listen, I, mean, I, I just, as an athlete, I wouldn't even go like well, knowing that, well, I'm going to fucking listen, bomb so, four so out of five. Like, we're events. talking about strong men here. They should have thick skin, right? So I'm not going to pull any punches there. I mean, you should know whether or not you're ready to compete okay. at nationals. I would hope so. I, and if you get there and you're zeroing out two or three events, then you got the wrong people around you telling you you should be there for yeah, one. That's true. And, and, or telling you should have been telling you you shouldn't have been there because nobody wants to see that shit. And quite frankly, nobody wants to be a part of that shit. Right. I mean, listen, I can tell you right now, any contest that I ever did, and I had a couple bad ones, believe it or not. I'm kidding. I had a bunch of bad ones. But I was like, I've zeroed some events, and that's just not a good feeling. It's not fun. And I was over in over my head, and I knew it. And there was one in Wisconsin in particular that was, and I, 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 I verbatim, I don't remember the show, but I remember there were some events there that I just couldn't fucking do. Hmm. And I felt like, okay, I really bit off more than I can chew. It just seems like there'd be a little bit more direction with some of these guys to know better than to go just for the experience of going. You want experience? Go do another big show. Go do the Great Lakes. Go do the Trident. Go out to Oklahoma. Do one of Hannah's shows out there. Go do one of Derek's shows in Texas. There's still huge shows. You can get your ass kicked for a lot less money. That's right. That's, right. <laughs> That's what I'm getting at. You can get a hell of a lot of experience, and these guys aren't fucking around with their weights either. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, so I don't know how that goes, but I'd like to see that tighten up a little bit. I'd like to see these these organizations, particularly Strongman Corp USS, because they're the only two we got at the amateur level, really try to find a way to bring in the best amateurs and, and, and respectfully try to 
find a way with their promoters because I know they give away what three spots at nationals or two depending on the size of the show. I don't know how yeah. USS does it exactly, but I know Strongman Corp that kind of used to do or still does the silver gold level platinum shows and things that have different qualifications for now. And I don't even think the silver shows, if they still do them, ever even allowed you to qualify for nationals. Right. That was considered your novice show. Right. But even then, if you, it, and their weights had to be respectable as well. If you were doing a platinum show, the yeah. weights had to qualify. And I think that's kind of what it is for USS. It's, it's not necessarily show size as much as it is like the weights have a certain limit. And I think because yeah. that was part of the reason for some of the weight changes last year at Great Lakes Strongest Man was that Right. The people that were that were gonna be able to podium and qualify for nationals, that weight had to be yes. the right weight. Right. So it, I, we we had some weight changes in the middle last year, um, and I think that was part of that. Okay. Was that like this is this is under a national qualifying number? Like yeah. we yeah. can't do that. So, right. Right. Um, so I think that's more so than anything, um, which is fine. I mean, because that's I mean, if you at the end of the day, like if it's if the weights are the right weight and heavy enough. Only the right people are signing up for that show anyways. You know what I'm saying? So, like, it doesn't necessarily have to be a show size thing, but... Well, um, that's true, right? And you get a lot of guys that fish shows generally because they, they, they try to find shows that are in their wheelhouse. Yeah, but we're going to get rid of that, remember? We're going to stop announcing events and stop announcing well, weights. Well, there's, and... there's, some, there's some of that coming down the pipe. There's some go. guys that are going to be promoting shows that there are going to... You know, mystery events only. Get ready. Let's go. You know, pull up be a jock, man or don't. Pull up your jock strap and get the fuck yeah. out of here. Pull, yeah. up your, pull up your skirt, grab your balls, and let's do this thing. That is, uh, <laughs> that's going to be a fun. That's going to be a fun change in the sport this year with some of these promotions that we know are coming on. But you know, but you know, I look at it from uh, all sides. I understand it, even from the, in the national side and an organization like USS or Strongman Corp. Listen, that's how they generate their. their they have a business. They have a business to run. Yeah. You know, and, and I get that. We all hate inserting the we dollar bill the into business. this shit, right? Because right? we want to see the purity of the sport and have the guys belong where they and the gals belong where they belong to compete. The truth is, I mean, sometimes it really is just about the end of the day. Give, you know, creating a product that you're trying to get as many people as you can to be a part of it and that experience kind of thing and trying to sell that experience. Yeah. And, uh, Vermont's probably not the best location for that, but uh, that's yeah, I mean, a whole there's a lot story. of time and effort that there goes is. into these there's things. And if you're talking about running just a show and then if you're talking about running a whole organization of shows, I mean, yeah, for sure. He's got to make money doing it. And I hope you he is and i'm assuming he is if he's yeah, not he yeah. needs to relook at his business plan but at the end of the day there is a cost to these things and there should be a return on these things so yeah that's no, not cheap to throw a show like that and there's you know so i get it yeah. i totally get it but yeah. you know I, I don't know i'd like to see it just from the aspect of a, a more of a purist of the sport to see sort of you know the the go to nashville see that field at 100 see that a field at 150 Again, I know it's about dollars, and yeah. you got to get the right sponsors involved. They're going to be able to make up that difference of loss of competitors and loss of sign. I understand all that, but it was worth mentioning that I think a lot of these guys are biting off more than they can chew. And I hope that this, hey, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe we're going to see 600 guys, and we'll only see a handful of zeros, right? But I just don't, I mean, like, shoot, I just don't, like, there's so many guys that win these things that never even go to nationals. You know it's what I'm not saying? a necessary like, path, right? It's just I mean, not. Yeah. yeah, and and for some of these guys, yeah. it's like that's not their life, right? You know, I don't I don't think Harmon went last year to nationals. Uh, yeah, well, he won Great example. Lakes. He right. qualified. Sure, a lot of these guys. You know what right. I'm saying? So like, even then, we're not even getting the best of the best, right? You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying Jake Harmon's the best of the best. Jake Harmon's very good, um, but so like, I would rather see, like you said. A way that like okay these this is the numbers these are the guys that qualified 
we're going to find a way to get these guys in each of these weight classes and these girls in each of these weight right. classes here yeah. for sure right. and find out. You know, because that, yeah. to me, that's the sport, yeah. right? It's like, give me the 10 best motherfuckers and let's go. That's what I'm talking about. I would love to see that. Whether that's a national show, right? Right. Or that's just a Something show. else, yeah. Right. Like, right. An invi- like an invitation. An invi- yeah, like an invitation. You know, and, and there used to be those out. There still are, right? A clash is sort of an invitational. Yep. Uh, a qualifier with an invitational attached to it. These these record breakers are invitationals. An invitational would be cool. And the amateur level. Yeah. Because you know, I think we all champion these amateurs not as much as we do these pros. Oh, good, because there's a gray area there. Yeah. And a lot of these pros, like the guys we're talking about on an amateur level, can arguably compete with a lot of these pros. Right. And, and we see guys that are competing as a pro that go back to nationals just to want to win nationals. Mm-hmm. Right? Did Nick O'Hare do that or try? I think uh, there were sure a couple guys that nationals. we've talked to in the past that just went back to nationals to win nationals. I think maybe Nick. I, I can't remember exactly, but that'd be Nick Canby. Yeah, yeah. But in any case, I, I just thought that was worth mentioning. Yeah, I think that would be kind of cool to see something like that. Because on a, and, and honestly, you know what, guys? For everybody that's listening to our podcast, support these local guys instead Absolutely. of these pro motherfuckers. Well, <laughs> Great. Now we're never getting these guys on. I mean, they interview. make plenty of yeah. money on sponsorships yeah. and everything else. I mean, yeah. these top these top one percenters. Oh, you I know get what I'm saying. saying. Yeah, yeah. Like they, you know, like. Let's stop buying some Evolution Athletics gear and buy Nick's T-shirt. Fuck, well, man. Okay, that's that's you know a what great I'm saying. Idea. Like, I love that, man. I love that. These guys are paying money to go to these shows, yeah, and yeah. and you know, no offense to the, like the Shahs and stuff, they're not they're not having to pay to do this kind of stuff. And if they are, they're getting paid by a sponsor to that's pay right. to do this kind yeah, of stuff. Yeah. So I love Evolution Athletics and yeah. all of his stuff, and I love Brian Shaw as much as anybody. He's my one of my favorites. But let buy Nick's fucking T-shirt. Yeah, yeah. And help Get this guy and out. Help these guys out a little. Yeah, bit. you know, buy some of Jake's gear from you know what yeah. he sells on TikTok and shit. Now he's got some great stuff. It's great, you, you know? know. And it's it's. I'm glad you brought that up because I, I like the idea of support your local amateur. You yeah, know, one guy, right? Ad- I'll call it the adopt your top amateur program. Adopt your adopt your amateur. Yeah, yeah. yeah make that you know be your what? guy. You I'm know? champion you know him on. You asked me to make a new promo video. Yeah. I'm gonna make. Like an adoption video with like the Sarah McLaughlin yeah, music yeah. In, the in the background of all put the a amateur- picture of Jake's face and or the Erdmans and some of these yeah, guys we know and, and Matt swinging Kehoe a hammer. And all these guys. Yeah, yeah, adopt them. Yeah, well, I'm sure they'll even pony up with they'll some nice pictures for yeah. us. You know, I think that's a great Jake idea. at yeah. work having to move dirt in his excavator because yeah, he hates it, you know, so yeah. much. Oh, he loves, yeah, he's, he's, yeah, he loves his job. Right, exactly. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't really want to do that. Oh, please! If there's any job made for a guy like that, perfectly. Yeah, it's, it's but ultimately, I'm, my whole point was like support these guys, help these guys out. You yeah. know, like I, I love the Nick Bests and all those guys. You know, we talked to a lot of these guys personally, um, but they're doing fine. And yeah. and these guys, you know, are paying their ways to shows. Still, and, yeah. You know, yeah. And even some of these, you know, up and coming pros, the, even yeah. the big ones. Absolutely. I mean, even and like I said, unless you're the top, maybe five percent, the 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 guys in Europe, Brian Shaw, Martins, um, these other guys are. I mean, they they got you know some sponsors. And, you know. and here's and here's the here's an interesting take on that. Imagine this. If you had the opportunity to support some of these real top amateurs, right, uh, find a way to get them somewhere. Because I know we all take pride in our bubble. We talk about that fitness bubble, that strong bubble, that competition bubble. I would love to see our top amateurs in our demographic, just like they would in New Jersey and Texas, go head-to-head with some of their top amateurs. Yeah. 
I would love to see that because you generally don't, right? It's too expensive to travel for these guys, sure. especially when you're an amateur. Holy fuck. Imagine going out there. We talk about that. Let's go out there and try to. Well, first off, it's $115 to enter that event. Yeah. And you used to get in your hotel for the weekend at Atlantic City and your travel. Fuck, you're a grand deep yeah, into that and show. And it's 600 competitors. The hotels are booked. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm getting at. Wouldn't it be great to, again, adopt an amateur? Adopt an amateur. Because I would love to send a guy like, uh, we've, we've said his name repeatedly, Jake Harmon or Jake Webb or the Erdmans or some, just out to one of these events and say, this is my guy. Yeah. And he's coming out to compete against your best fucking yeah. guy. Yeah. You know, and let's start getting some of this head to head shit going on a different level. Kind of like create these, you know, competitions, these rivalries with demographics. I mean, it opens your mind up to promoting differently as well. Right. Mm -hmm. But wouldn't that be great? Because there's some guys that I love to watch compete that are fucking men of men, bro. Yeah. That I would love to put them against this guy or it's that a, guy. Like the choose yeah. your champion. Yeah. Right, because we'll yeah. work on that. We'll work on that a little I'm, bit. My wheels are turning. I know they are. I can see the smoke coming out of your ears right now. Yeah, I love it when I come up with a good idea, and I see that little grin on your face. I got you. I got you. You do. You yeah. So like okay, it. well we're gonna we're gonna end the show on that. We're gonna end the show on right for right now. We may change it. Adopt your local strongman. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And uh, we're gonna maybe move a little bit further in a direction with that. Maybe get a T-shirt out there and give it to some of these guys. You know and, what? Yeah. Why not? Right. You know what? We might make a T-shirt series of local strongmen's like faces and silhouettes yes. called a Doctor yeah. Local Strongman with like man. big, big crying cat eyes yeah. or something like that. That'd be oh, great. Oh boy! Oh man, here it goes. And then Anyhow. like all the proceeds will go to those guys. Exactly. Oh my god! This, exactly. This is fucking genius. And guys like guys like Jake are gonna have no reason to not compete. He's already got a logo with his face. I, I could just uh, that's you know and just put a doctor oh, logo. Oh, all right, shit. Okay. Don't give away our all ideas. Right, moving on. Yeah, you're gonna see some stuff. <laughs> all right, there we go. We come up with them on the fly, folks, as you know. So thanks for joining us for episode 31 of uh, Gym Life Podcast Live on Wednesday nights, and we'll see you again next Wednesday. Uh, stay strong.